Hi there. Hello there. This is the Who Gives a Fit podcast, and I am Sam, founder and coach for Who Gives a Fit. Our goal is to help women become stronger and more confident through fitness, nutrition, and a little tough love. First things first, if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, please subscribe and leave a review if you love this content. You can also find us on Instagram for daily tips and inspo at Who Gives a Fit. I'm so looking forward to hearing from you. Today we're talking about sleep. I feel like this is something that we don't really think about too much. It's just something that we do. We don't really consider how important it is for other aspects of our life. So today we're going to touch on how absolutely important it is. When we aren't getting enough sleep, that quickly bleeds into other areas of our lives. When you're not rested, it makes you hungrier from increased ghrelin and decreased leptin, which are our main hunger cue hormones, and you're more likely to reach for easier foods when you don't have that energy to cook a full meal and really put that thought and effort into it. That may lead to going more off track or that aren't quite as nutritious for our body. Sleep also impacts your workouts. The more rested you are, the harder you can push in your workouts, meaning more calories burned or more fat loss or feeling stronger and building more muscle. Whatever your goal may be, sleep plays such an important role. And I know at times it can seem hard to control that um, and this is going to talk a bit more about ways that you can gain a little more control around the situation. I know if you have kids, you can't really control them like walking into your room as much um, and what time they have to get up and if they're sick in the night. I know those things are very hard to control as well as other factors. If you are a night shift worker, that's kind of hard to control and and disrupting your sleep patterns in that way can definitely cause some difficulties with trying to reach your goals. But there are things that you can do to make it a little bit easier on yourself. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I did see somewhere, I wish I could remember where it was. It wasn't any like specific study or anything. It was probably on like a YouTube video or another podcast that They were talking about these lifters that went on a trip to Dubai and they were at this like lifting camp and all they were doing was eating, sleeping and lifting. So they were getting a lot of rest in and it when they came back from the trip, they were all talking about how much their strength and how many um, how much muscle they built over that time period just because they were giving their body so much more rest than it was used to. And it was really cool to hear. Um, like I said, it's not like any specific like study or anything. It was just kind of something that they were talking about and realizing. But it really just goes to show you that, you know, rest plays such an important role in any goal that we have. So it's important to make sure that we are prioritizing such a simple thing that doesn't feel like it would play such a big part, but it's our time for our body to digest. It's our time for our body to recover. Um, Most muscle is built while we're sleeping because our body is recovering and, and doing that process while we're resting. So it's just really important to make sure that we have good routines in place. So 
the first solution I'm going to give you is setting up a bedtime routine. Now, this might sound like it doesn't really matter, like what difference does it make, but having a routine in place helps your body really get ready for that sleep cycle. Now, something that I like to use, Apple has a bedtime feature in the clock app that alerts you when it's time to start getting ready for bed. It literally does a little buzzy thing on your phone. If you have an Apple Watch, it'll do it on your watch as well. And it just kind of is saying like, okay, it's time to start winding down, time to start getting ready for bed if you want to be in bed by the time that you set. And it sets your phone on do not disturb as well. And that way you can wind down uninterrupted and sleep through the night. I have to tell you that... Turning on Do Not Disturb for nighttime has been an absolute game changer for me. Like, I can't say enough good things about it. It's been amazing. So I live um, in the West, and a lot of my family lives on the East Coast. So they are often texting me first thing in the morning when it's very early on my time. So... When I have my phone on Do Not Disturb, my phone isn't on the nightstand buzzing, waking me up when I should be sleeping. The other thing is I've made my husband start doing it too because when he he starts getting emails super early as well and his phone's over there like bzz, 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 and I'm like, excuse me, I put my phone on Do Not Disturb to not interrupt my rest time and your phone's over there making noise. So now we both have it and it's great. No interruptions other than cute little Patrick coming in at his breakfast time screaming in my face. (laughs) But I can handle that. Just give him some food. And I no longer get woken up by my phone buzzing. I just wait until the alarm goes off and we're good to go. And it really, really helps to make sure that I'm not getting interrupted in my sleep. Then instead of TV before bed, a good option would be to read a book. Get away from those blue lights that make our body think that it's morning. I'll tell you, one really good way to wake up in the morning is to look out a window or go outside and look at the blue sky because that wakes you up. It's like, I'm pretty sure it's been proven that the blue in the sky helps you wake up. So we don't want to be looking at things that are going to help us wake up when we're trying to go to sleep. And that's going to have a huge impact on our body thinking it's morning instead of night. So if you are going to read on a device, you need to get special nighttime glasses. I don't know if you know this, but you can't use your regular daily blue light glasses when you're looking at screens at night. They are a different type of blue light blocking. You have to get like yellow tinted lenses for nighttime. And if you don't want to do that, then I would just recommend reading a regular old book. (laughs) Um, There's nothing wrong with getting back to the good old basics, getting away from those screens about an hour before we go to sleep. You can put your phone in another room too. 
Get yourself an old-fashioned alarm clock. They have a lot of options these days, and you can leave your phone in another room, and that will help too. So we're not scrolling and getting stressed out by like news articles and all the politics on Facebook and all of that kind of stuff that's going to keep you awake. That leads me into our next one. So all the things that are running through your head, write them down before trying to go to sleep. If you're trying to go to sleep and you have all your to-do lists, all the groceries you have to buy, um, what you have to do in the morning for your pets or your kids, all of that stuff is running through your head like thoughts of the day. Get it all out. Get it all out of your head. Write it down on a piece of paper next to your bed. That way, if it's like a to-do list you'll be sure to remember and you can revisit that in the morning and it won't be an issue. But it just needs to be out of your brain for the night so that you aren't constantly like trying to remember as the night goes on and getting woken up in the middle of the night. It's really, really a game changer for your mindset. Then be aware of how late in the day you're having caffeine. So you could even work on removing caffeine altogether. I mean, ultimately, that would be the best, but I know a lot of people really like it and rely on it. So just limit the time that you're having it. It's shown that anything after noon, after 12 p.m., is it has a possibility of impacting your sleep. So... Keep your caffeinated drinks to the morning time. You're really only supposed to be having about 100 milligrams a day anyway, which is about one cup of coffee. I know some people have multiple throughout the day, and then they wonder why they struggle to sleep, and that's exactly why, because they're having a lot of caffeine, and it's late in the day. So keep an eye on that. Try to work on moving the timing of that and the amounts of that around. Um, another thing that kind of goes in line with that is reducing your alcohol consumption. If you're the type of person that has to drink to go to sleep, it might be time to reevaluate that. So alcohol does make you fall asleep faster, but it disrupts your REM cycles and that leads to feeling unrested. And we don't want that. So both caffeine and alcohol are two major components that I've noticed impact my sleep personally. And I avoid them both as much as possible because I'd much rather wake up refreshed and I can tell a major difference in my sleep when I have either of those. With caffeine, it often becomes a cycle. You wake up tired, you drink coffee, you can't fall asleep, or you wake up a lot. And then you wake up tired and you have coffee and the cycle just keeps going and going and going. It could be a similar thing with alcohol if that's something that you have in a routine. But with caffeine, it's very, very common to land in that cycle. And to disrupt it, you got to make some changes. Um, so 
to kind of go in hand with your your coffee, you could switch to some calming herbal teas before bed to get you cozy and relaxed. I know some people say that tea isn't really their thing, but there are so many different flavors of tea out there. I'm sure you'd be able to find something that you really enjoy. If I have a whole, <laughs> there's about a million different flavors. And I know that because I have half a million in my tea cabinet. So if you need tea suggestions, I've got you. Just shoot me a message. I'm happy to help you with any tea suggestions because I am a tea person. That's for sure. Mostly drink herbals. Like I said, I try to avoid caffeine. I also like when I have caffeine, I get really crazy. Like one time I had um, I think it was an espresso drink and I was at work and I was like losing my mind. I was <laughs> saying things that I didn't understand. I couldn't sit still. My boss, like the owner of the company had his desk like right next to mine and he at one point was like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I can't even think my own thoughts. <laughs> and it was a mess. I felt like I could run through a wall. And that's how I get with caffeine. So that's personally why I've, it's been so easy for me to not have it because I feel like I'm going to shoot myself into a different dimension when I do have it. So um, I know for a lot of people it might be hard, but definitely something to consider and work on. If you've tried all of the steps that I've mentioned earlier in this podcast, but you're still struggling with sleep, you can try some melatonin or CBD. Um, I would recommend keeping your doses small, though, because a lot of people can overuse things like melatonin, which will actually, again, inhibit your sleep patterns. You'd think more melatonin equals more sleep, but it actually does not. Um, so adding more melatonin than needed will disrupt your circadian cycle. And we want to see, make sure that we're sticking to around five milligrams, um, a night. So make sure that you're checking your labels on your melatonin and other products with these products, just like anything else. I always say to do a cycle off of them as well. I recommend this for um, anything that assists us in any way. So like some of my clients use lifting straps to help them uh, feel stronger in their lifts if, they're, if their forearms aren't quite up to par with what their legs can lift. So with that too, I say make sure you're taking like a week off from using your lifting straps to make sure that you have that foundational strength built as well. That That goes for any, pretty much any sort of supplement or something that helps. Um, I mean, some, some supplements, obviously you don't have to get off like fish oil and stuff like that, but anything that's assisting you in feeling like a certain way or falling asleep or, um, feeling stronger, it's always good to actually test how you are without it to make sure you don't become dependent on that. We don't want that. Um, and then a final step, if all of that stuff does not work, there are sleep therapists out there. One of my clients goes to a sleep therapist and they have been helping her a lot. And there's nothing wrong with asking for a little extra help um, because 
like I said, sleep plays such a huge role in everything we do. It can impact how irritable we are. It impacts our relationships then. It impacts our workouts. It impacts how compliant we are with nutrition and then our overall goals, as I said before. So we really want to make sure that we have a good foundation in place for these base habits that we really just need that a lot of times we don't pay attention to. So I hope you found this podcast super helpful. If you have any questions or want to chat with me, I'd love to talk to you. Hit me up on Instagram or leave a little review on this podcast. And I look forward to talking to you guys on the next one.